0: I wanna be a billionaire. I ain't getting no sleep till I see a million every week. I wanna be a billionaire. I ain't getting no sleep till I see a billion every week. I wanna be a billionaire. 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 I wanna be a billionaire. billionaire. Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of Sleep is for Billionaires, the podcast. I am your host, Johnny Vegas. Now today, ladies and gentlemen, you are in for a treat. I got a creative director. I got a producer in the building. He goes by the name Be Creative slash Robert Back. How you doing, Ken? What an intro, man. I love that. I mean, you know, I had to get I had to myself, you know. You what got I'm me saying? excited for myself <laughs> and this. Well, you should be excited hey. for yourself because you know what I'm saying, those titles aren't easy to obtain. You know, That's true. people could call themselves a producer, but don't really even know what a producer actually does. Cause That's from really my true. experience, producers wear many hats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't just like for example with music, they don't just make the beat. Correct. They don't just pay for the beat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they don't just put the artists together. They do all of that. They're the
1: whole production and the marketing and like... Yeah. All of that, you know what I'm saying? And that's just in the music side yeah, of things, yeah. you
0: know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, like I, I was interested in your story. You know, you uh, you recently won an award, you know, we'll definitely get to that. Um, You know, I want to talk more about the entrepreneurial side of your grind that got you to where you are today. You know, where you started from, how'd you even obtain the success, how'd you even think about wanting to be in this creative space, you know, and produce this space. And, uh, but, you know, let's start from the beginning, man. Where are you from? Um, born and raised in
1: Hollywood. Um, okay. Right. Um, I went to Hollywood High. Oh. I mean, like, just, uh, like, born and raised, everything Hollywood. Mm. So, like, I, um, yeah, I got lucky. My, my mom, I was conceived in Korea. But then my mom wanted to be a, wanted me to be a born natural born citizen. Got So it. that way I have better opportunities since she didn't in her family. Oh. And I was going to be that monitor. Way to go, mom. <laughs> yeah, way so big ups to moms, real shit. Right. So, oops, I don't know if you could pronounce shit. Okay, cool. But um, yeah, so I was born and raised here at UCLA. Mm. And then so. That's That's been my life. I was, this is home. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's what's up, man. Yeah. You know, and I and I and I feel like a lot of people, you know, living in California that I've met, you know, have uh a, a, a advantage when it comes to getting into the entertainment industry because this is like mm-hmm. the Mecca, you know, next to New York as well. You know what I'm True. saying? So it's like, you know, you have an end, but it's surprising how many people take it for granted. They're like, oh, I'll do acting whenever I got time. Yeah, or I'll yeah. do this whenever I got time. And I'm like, I'm looking at it from afar. Like I was looking at it from Florida, like. Yo, I can't wait to get this. Like, I'm a, I'll hustle everybody. I'm not playing. And when I got here, I'm just. And people just, it's kind of like Floridians, right? They, the beach is right there. So yeah. they're like, I go to the beach whenever. True. So
1: they never usually go. Yeah. yeah. you know,
0: so they go whenever they feel like it, and it's yeah. like I, I, couldn't take that approach coming here. Like, I don't think nobody can. Yeah. You know, but uh, but you know, you growing up in California, tell me, you know, what did you always want to be in this creative space? Like, how did you even get into that, even as a youngster? Like, what did Robert want to do at that young age.
1: That's a good question, but uh, all I recall and remember, same thing, I'm is in junior high. I or since elementary school, I always loved to draw, mm. and I always saw other people. That same were, here. Yeah. Like I used to do
0: and, sketch art, like look at. Cartoons and drawing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Are you good with like faces and stuff like that? Because I'm like horrible. Well, I, 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 I used, horrible well, with it. Well, back then, yeah. like,
0: again, this is like over like about 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. But I used to like look at pictures and draw. Yeah. So like, yeah. it would be like cartoons, you know, because gotcha. I was young. So yeah, I was yeah. looking at Bugs Bunny, Donald Duck, and drawing them to, to perfection. Yeah, you exactly. Know but yeah, continue. To the point that
1: you're tracing and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what I like. That's what I love to do. So for some reason, I just had, had a knack for that. Mm. And I just loved it. And I didn't. I was a kid, you know, five, six. I didn't know what to, what this was going to lead me to. Yeah. But I would see people better than me. There were these twins. It was brother and sister. Mm. And they could just draw from their head from, like, nowhere. And I would see them draw. And their name was Zach. And I forgot her name. But they, they would just draw from, like, their head. And I couldn't do that. Mm. I would always need references or trace. Mm. Or I would mm. practice that way, you know. So mm. I wasn't born with that natural... Skills that they did so i'm yeah. like oh there's everybody could do art but everybody has them in different forms or they, yeah. they're born with it in different ways or levels yeah so looking at that that kind of inspired me to do better to draw better and then from there i moved on to junior high still do uh, the drawing in different types of mediums and then i looked at uh billboards and movie posters and i'm like that's what i want to do mm-hmm. i just knew already how old were you at this time probably in junior high how old are you like Oh, 12, yeah, 12, yeah. 13. Yeah, 12 around there. Okay. So, like, I already knew right then and then I'm like, I'm going to do movie posters. That's what I'm going to do for a living. And I like that. And I'm like, I'm going to figure it out.
0: So, when you say do movie posters, mm-hmm. you mean, like, the design of the movie posters? Correct. For the Yeah, company. so it's called key art in the,
1: in the industry. So, like, you do key art. Key art. Yeah, key art. Okay. So, it's a key, it's a key art that drives a film, mm-hmm. whether you want to do awareness or teaser or or you just want to push for a certain campaign for a certain dem- demographics or you just want to get a feel it's called key art so it's okay. like it's a key art that's driving that
0: campaign the marketing or the whole film mm. so that's why it's called that so what films have you worked on with this key art yeah with key art um like the big boy the big ones whoa
1: that's uh, so i've been doing this since i was 17 i'm 33 now okay congrats um, on you yeah, yeah. more like more <laughs> like yeah. i just turned 34 actually oh the real shit that's yeah. cool so, um, I've touched almost every piece of feature film that's out there with her sister and, and, and major studios, but... Well, what was the one are... you were
0: most proud of? I know you're probably proud of all of them. Yeah, the one that was like, oh my God, I killed this.
1: That is a good question. You know what? Not even in Kiara, but like from the Kiara going to the standee, which is like what drives that thing as well, is like double... It's uh, Skyfall. Okay. That was really... Not- Sky
0: for that 007? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay.
1: So like I did the standee, the international domestic one and that one, uh, the campaign invests uh, Clio. They got a Clio award gold. Mm. So like, and what was amazing about that is like when I was working at this agency, they were about to shut down and I was still, everybody's kind of like giving up. They're like, oh, the company's going to be sold out or whatever. Right. Nobody knows what's going on. So let's just like, you know, fuck around and just do nothing. Yeah. But I'm like, fuck this. Like, let me keep pushing, see what I could go. And then, like, yeah. then I could use more resources. And I was talking to more producers. Uh-huh. And I was on the type that just roams, roams around, like, everywhere I'm at. I just like to ask questions. I'm curious. How are you? What you doing? And then... um so then I got to meet the producers. And That's it was, how we met, actually. Yeah, exactly. At, at the
0: Dame Dash studio. Exactly. And then I had a camera. You were like, oh, you do a camera? What do you do with the camera? And I was like, do this. What do you do? Yeah, oh, I do with the camera too. Oh, Exactly, right? exactly. Yeah.
1: And you just feel the vibes Yeah, and like yeah, that. yeah. So that one was special because even though we were falling apart, mm-hmm. we I got that. I was awarded that in the company, and the mm-hmm. team. But that was my design and structure and everything else. Yeah. And so it just meant a lot because it helped. Like, it won domestic, international. When you win campaigns, it's either just a domestic or or an international campaign. Yeah. But it was a both. It was doubled, you know? Like, I'm like, that was really cool. And knowing that I did that from scratch myself. So, mm-hmm. like, uh, and and then with the team that helped me produce it, it was amazing. Yeah. So, that gave me a lot of validation of, like, everything I've been doing. But that meant a lot for me at that time. That was one of my milestones. Mm-hmm. Like, going oh. from there, I kept doing stuff like, uh, what was another good one? uh i recently this was i did more of the production side for for the bumblebee movie okay um we did it was yeah so we got a cleo grand award which mm. is like the biggest uh award that you can get mm. so this was last year i believe and then that had its own story and drama and whatever but like i came in on the produ- production side um and helped produce that yeah with a team and then it was fun because i promised myself that i would never go back to the industry as mm. far as like theatrical advertising because yeah i started my own company at 25 just to get away from that and build my own better situation and run it the right way i felt and um which in turn just turned out to be it just ended up being kind of the same as whatever i was running away from yeah but um but that award meant a lot to me too because i got to meet with all my friends that i haven't seen in a while it was like family like a Mm. reunion Mm. and i mean i dropped all that shit like all the ego and like you know i don't want to go back and i went as a freelancer i contracted I went back, I did that, killed it. We did an amazing job. And then we found out months later that we got a grand Clio, which is was amazing. I'm wow. like, all right, cool. Wow. So like everything that I've been involved with, luckily through whatever myself or with my team that I choose or that I'm involved with, mm-hmm. there's always awards. There's always accolades uh, all the time. Yeah. But I never, they come so often that it becomes numb after a while. It becomes just numbers or stuff. Oh man, I wish <laughs> I had that problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like, it's, it's crazy to think that. Yeah, not that I'm ungrateful. But after a while, when you're doing that since 17 and you're winning awards every single year, every month or so, it just becomes a number and a stat, and you're so busy executing for the next award, for the next thing, so you're not having time to step back, savor it, and and just it, just smell the roses, you know? You just don't have time for that. They don't give you time for that too. So, and if you do, then you're fired. <laughs>
0: yeah i mean well, i mean i i hear that so i mean but you definitely gotta have time to enjoy life you know can't just always be work 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 you know i mean you know i didn't me, know that back then <laughs> Well, well, well being, being that you just shared that you know mm-hmm. what do you do now to unwind from the industry
1: so i um what i do is i've actually been more on the producing side now so instead of like being the actual designer or the creative director or some parts in in the in the production or whatever I'm now producing the job. Like, they give me the what job. What do you
0: do to unwind from the industry? Oh, okay. cool. No, no yeah. industry. What do you do to chill?
1: To chill? Oh, just to get away from everything. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, sorry, I didn't fully process <laughs> it's that. It's all good. Dude, I just... I go have delightful, eventful, meaningful times with human beings okay and then so for example i was telling you earlier like if they invite me to the beach for a bonfire mm-hmm. i'm up for that over at a club or yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. i'm like yeah let's go yeah, or just a club. one-on-one yeah. let's go have a picnic mm-hmm. or let's go for a hike mm-hmm. um i By just observing and helping others, that helps me unwind, too.
0: Okay.
1: So, like, just doing that thing. Just even this. Like, this is just helping me unwind. Like, I'm like, I'm not working. Right. But it's part of a work process and journey, you know? Yeah. But it's not work at all. Right. And this is fun. This is amazing. But this is an unwinding situation for Mm -hmm. me. There you go. Yeah. So, like, this is fulfilling me with energy, you know? There you go. That's more... That's an unwinding thing for me. So, stuff like that.
0: That's what's up, man. You know, I tend to, like, you know, go to the gym, you know? Even though that kind of contributes to work you know with the look and shit because i do acting as no, well no but that's
1: unwinding though you're it's an outlet not, yeah yeah, you're, you're, yeah you know it's
0: like a stress reliever you know me and my girl we travel yeah um you know we about to go to seattle but you know just last year we was in paris we went to italy we just that's came beautiful. back from new york last week so it's like yeah we, we do that to unwind um take some edibles from time to time <laughs> <laughs> no real sh- yeah no. you
1: know he- head, uh, big ups to cannabis and edibles <laughs> like it really i'm a strong supporter of that
0: do you uh <laughs> do you invest in any uh ed- edible stocks? not edible stocks, but cannabis stocks no
1: cannabis about? stocks but i've also been in the cannabis industry doing like branding okay so back then i worked with a couple law firms um not gonna mention their names mm-hmm. but they help uh create and they own the damn brazilian line so yeah um so but- what was your part in that um, I helped consult because they, what they wanted to do was, um, basically build IPs and intellectual properties. Mm. So they wanted to buy out or uh, help develop companies that are kind of like on that threshold about to make it. Yeah. And then I would help refine that. And then, uh, so it could be packaged. So it could be either flipped or they could, um, they could just, uh, build into a bigger IP. Right. So that's, uh. I've been in that involvement, but also in the grassroots of it, just like seeing an the farmer's market, seeing where it's been from like nothing, mm-hmm. you no, know, like hush type of thing to like, all right, now it's a thing. And now it's all, now the OGs are really starting to come out and it's still not all out yet. Yeah. So like the OGs are coming when that comes out, that's going to be the real gold rush, you know, like the, or the green rush. Right, right, so right. like, I mean, but right now it's just like an in infancy. Like right now it's a time to get in. No, like even the next five years, you're not going to be late. Right. you're going to be fine. So like the, I've, but it's I've, best to get in now. Right? Yeah, but it's best to get in of course. Yeah, because then you're, you're, uh, you're a pioneer. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You definitely want to be a pioneer. But also, like, you're not going to be late because there's going to be so many opportunities from it. There's food industry and mm-hmm. beverages, and then there's uh medical, there's... Uh, what is it? Ham- Soon the
0: whole damn nation nature gonna be high, yeah. No, really.
1: <laughs> and that's how it should be. Everybody yeah. should have like good vibes, yeah. Just chill out, like but we're all high, we ain't gonna get no work done. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit, and then like you gotta release all that stress, dude. And that's one of the things that are really helpful, that, and that's helped me with my depression. So, mm. and so that's been one of the key factors to help me as a tool.
0: So, tell me about this depression, man. What do you, you, you sound like you know. You, you've, you've been chasing the dream since you was young. You know, you started with the creativ- creativity with drawing and then it kind of led up to, you know, working in the film industry and, you know, you just graduated to all these awards. Mm-hmm. What the hell you got to be depressed about?
1: Yeah, so when you're working in an industry, it's a grind 24 seven, literally, and you don't sleep like three days straight mm-hmm. and you have to get stuff done. And if you don't, then it's not gonna get done and you don't get awarded or you just don't win the campaign and it's on you and your team. And it's a vicious cycle. So, like, you can't, mm-hmm. like, not not do it. Yeah. You know? And you can't hand it off or get somebody else to, and hire them to do it because there's only like a few that know how to do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Or the studio picks you because they like your style, your branding, your, you know, graphics. Yeah. So, and they know that you understand how they, uh, how they communicate or what mm-hmm. they expect. So, um, so you don't really have a, a, a full choice or at that moment or doesn't feel like it. But it's, a, it's literally 27, 24-7 and also the politics of it it's like they award the producers and and the admin more than they do the creatives it's always very upside down and that's what i didn't like about it that's why i left to start my own thing Mm. and then when i started my own thing i was doing it like i was awarding the creatives and everybody was equal but then uh close friends of mine in my first company embezzled money from the company so like and then that that left me uh, dry couldn't pay my vendors i didn't know what to do so then I'm like, all right, cool, screw it. Like my old friends, like took my shit, whatever. I'm like, cool. So like move on. So I moved on and started another one and I was doing good as well. That's when I started more production, mm. doing more commercials, more VFX yeah, um, and all that kind of stuff and music videos. But then just that grind is also 24 seven. Like, no, there's not, you don't have a big team that can help you execute everything. So mm-hmm. you have to be on it from like six, seven in the morning Starting and then you end up going home like at 3 or 4. That was me. That was my daily grind running so where the company. So did the
0: depression come in?
1: Because um, I started drinking a lot more just to relax. Uh. So to relax and to get to ease out of all that stuff. I wasn't being active like I wasn't healthy. I wasn't eating right. Mm. I wasn't uh, going to the gym because I didn't have time or I just didn't make time for it. Mm. And then so I would start doing I started doing drugs like I would go Dang. out partying um, and I was always an, uh, the type of person that was straight edge since I was a kid since i was like 28 yeah and then like when i just started doing you name it there's everything that into our access there was cocaine Mm. a lot of liquor alcohol and it just like it just it just spiraled from there and then from there there was a lot of neglect because i don't i never really saw my family my mom specifically so like uh, it's always like you're always working and that's more important Mm. And like yeah but like that's my moniker like i have to work so that i can support you guys and give you guys a future this is what you had me be born as an American citizen here
0: yeah. to give you
1: this, and I'm being like, I felt like like now I'm being not a, a kind of attack, you know.
0: So what was the lowest point during that depression? What was that lowest point for you?
1: The lowest point was when I stopped drinking, but then I just uh, recalled back into it, and it was ironic because I was awarded a um, documentary job. Mm. So I'm like, so I to celebrate, <laughs> I just had one shot of vodka, and that mm. one shot became two bottles mm. and I'm very high tolerant so like I don't I just get buzzed but I'm still under the influence yeah and then I got in a fight with my sister and ah. then after that right after I got in a fight with my mom and there's I don't have any triggers nobody could tell me you're this you're that and it wouldn't bother me or phase me but my mom and my sister gets at me that's my core you know yeah so like I didn't deal with that appropriately so I got in a fight with them then after that I just went upstairs somewhere and then just like tried to put a knife to my to my uh, veins and try to Do it, but ironically, I fell asleep because I was so drunk. Mm. Woke up, I was regretful. Tried again with pills, didn't happen. Mm. So from there, I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm switching. Like I have a choice. Like I tried to kill myself, didn't happen. Universe didn't let me. So I let me make a change for myself, and therefore, really help others the way I want to. Because I've always been also what was part of that. I'm very giving. Mm. I spread myself very thin. I would help others before me. I would pay them before me um so and like because i understood the situation i empathize but then like if it's like when you're that analogy when when they say like when you're in a airplane and you're with a baby and you're the mother or the 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 father Mm. like if it's going down you have to put the air the oxygen to yourself first to help yourself in order Mm -hmm. to help your baby absolutely by instinct you want to help people or the baby but like that's not the way it works you're not going to survive both of you're most likely going to die Right. So like I learned that afterwards, you know, and then through that, mm. so I'm helping myself, healed myself, mm. and then um, and now I'm choosing jobs selectively, mm-hmm. and which has been even better, which mm. led me to that VMA, and then from there, I um, I I've, I've healed from there, like I just I'm um, happy after that, I've learned. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> up, you know. I'm
0: glad you came up because a lot yeah. of people suffer from depression mm-hmm. and you know mental illness and stuff, and that they just they just don't know how to. Overcome, True. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They just end up, you know, fucked up. Yeah. You know what I'm or
1: shameful so. to talk about it. the culture, like us. Oh, like, what's yeah. your background? Like, what Dominican. Dominican? Dominican. Oh, right. so you're Latino? Years. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dominicano. So yeah. like me, I'm half Peruvian yeah. and half Korean. But I've been—I was raised Latino. Uh-huh. But like you, men do not get depressed; they're not right. suicidal. If you are, you're lazy, or you
0: have nothing else better to do, or we're you, very you know, prideful. You know yeah, what I'm saying? We, we never got the chance because every time we tried to get lazy, or sad, you know, moms would just slap the shit out of us. Exactly. What are you yeah. doing? Go clean to do something.
1: So exactly, exactly. So that was always like you do not talk about it, you do not express it. You are a man, and a man is this, this, and this, and that. And I'm like, all right, cool i will be a man then but yeah. this man was crumbling and crying inside and didn't even notice it until it just all just spiraled all in one instant yeah it seems know? like you
0: had it all bottled up and exactly just,
1: not knowing i was, didn't even know i was going through I had depression or i was depressed i was always a, am always been a very happy outgoing person but inside yeah it was building and building like it was dormant i guess or not even dormant but it's just like not uh,
0: active that i could see well i'm you glad know? you got over it you yeah. know because you know if if you were not have, you know, you wouldn't have got that award. Yeah, be exactly. May, you yeah. Know what I'm saying? and that's so, why that, that was so symbolic because
1: yeah. I after that, right after my depression, that was the first job that I that, that I one of the first jobs that I picked up for Normani's wife's music video, and I got to produce it. I got to assemble my team, mm. and then I, I was very so as a by. producer, what
0: was your role like specifically? Mm-hmm. You know, so they that?
1: came to so they came to me uh, with that video. Uh, the director lot and La- uh, Nava already. I shot it and had a vision for it, and then the label and the director or the producers of the director came to me and uh, said, uh, "We need to produce a bunch of VFX for, for this video, which is like 89 percent of the whole video. Mm. Um, can you do it within a or unrealistic time frame, which is like I think a week and a half or so? It was nine days, mm. nine days versus like usually that would take maybe two months or a month and a half if you're going super fast. But yes, my background's in VFX, so I know I could get it done." But it's going to cost more. And also, I've been through stress. I don't want to go put myself through stress, even though we're going to complete it. Yeah. I already know what's going to happen and the, all the management issues and all that kind of stuff and things that get lost in translation because it's so rushed. Yeah. You don't have time. To, just to organize things and prep things would take a couple of days, but we had to start, like, right then and there. Yeah. So I had to make a choice whether it's a yes or no. And then finally, they agreed to my whatever, my, the budget and the timeline. It was going to be a little bit over nine days, I told them. Mm-hmm. It was 11 days, I think, or 12. And they were okay with that and so the label had to be okay with that um and then so i had to figure out how to get so i got a producer julia and then uh shout out to her i love you (laughs) and that's another woman entrepreneur power woman that Mm -hmm. i just support all day so julia i love you to death and Mm -hmm. so and all women out there just hustling yeah um but yeah so they got me to do um to produce a video and do vfx mainly so I got my team to do that, mm-hmm. and then we produced it. I, that's the story in itself. It was uh, very, not stressful for me, but it was anything you could imagine happened that was bad or whatever, but we still pulled forward. Yeah, And so that's why that award after that was very symbolic, because even through all that trials and tribulations... Like it still came out with a win mm. I and mean, like with a major win. It was a ca- its own category, best R&B. Yeah. And it was her first uh, n- um, nomination and award at, on on MTV yeah. and also her performance. So everything just all came together, which is really dope. And um, that w- that's why it's really, that's why I'm happy about that award. Not because you have the Moon Man, which is amazing. And not many people could say that, but it's the, it's what we went through and right. what I went through and then this came out of it you know yeah so it, it, it is true through, i'm a proof of concept that if you do work hard and you triumph through everything you just keep going and you don't give up mm-hmm. and you just take a step back a little bit just to leap forward it's gonna happen yeah. it's just enough it's gonna eventually happen it's a patience game it's not a waiting game but mm-hmm. it's a patience game a lot right. of people like to be like oh <clears throat> it'll happen when it happened and they wait and do shit you know like no you, 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 gotta you do, do the work, work. Yeah. Do the work it doesn't come and you're not seeing results it's okay just keep going keep going keep going keep going just like what you're doing with the like you're just pumping them out mm-hmm. i love that you pump these videos out every single moment you can mm-hmm. because it's just a matter of seconds that already it's doing amazing but it's going to pop off like a mother yeah. really soon yeah you know it's just like and it's just a patience game for you while you're doing action
0: right, right but a right. lot of
1: people wait and like oh well, i'm gonna wait for the right moment or uh, when this happens when i feel this way like it's not going to come to you. Mm-hmm. Rarely, yeah, it might, but you're not, and chances are, it's not going to happen. So right, like, right. what the fuck are you waiting for? Exactly. <laughs> just waiting for nothing. Next thing you know, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're waiting, mm. <laughs> but no, it's a yeah. patience game. Yeah. Nah, definitely, man. I, t- <laughs> I
0: totally agree with you, man. I mean, shit, man. Every, they say every overnight success was a 20-year process, yeah. you know, and it's yeah. like, I feel like, you know, I'm, uh, with just being in this, having this dream of mine, you know, just to, Basically, live off my passion and my creativity. Mm. I've had that for like past twenty years. I love that, and it's always been constantly creating. But I always had a foundation. Like I before this, I had a sales background. I was okay. in sales for ten years. What kind of sales? Like um, telemarketing. Oh, dude! Anything, oh man! Door to door. That is saying?
1: that is real hustle. Like real hustle. You, we did cold calling, <laughs> warm calling,
0: hot calling, all of that. Don't, knocked on doors for Verizon files. You know, I okay. did all of that. But I feel like. If I didn't go through that process, it wouldn't have built me for what I'm going through right, now. Right, right. Because I wouldn't have had the patience. I wouldn't have had the, the, resilience. the tenacity, the tenacity, resilience, the uh, the, the, the the etiquette. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The work ethic, the communication skills, the people skills. You know, right. you need all of that to be yeah, in this yeah. industry. You know, and it's and I thank God I went through that process. Because yeah. if I would have rushed it and came to L.A. prior to even having a sales job, L.A. would have chewed me yeah. up and spit me out. Right, you know <laughs> right, yeah. So, And I always heard stories about people coming to LA, then, you know, getting chewed up and spit out, living out their cars and all this stuff, you know, and I wasn't trying to be that dude.
1: Even the people that have it, like say like monetary things or resources, they still get chewed up and spit out. So if you're not doing the hustle, Mm -hmm. you think it's just, you're going to wait around, it's going to just happen. No, dude, like you got to really keep going. Like, it's like, even for the people that you feel that have it or they're lucky, like, no, they're still working every single day to maintain that or to get to their next uh goal right like it's a constant uh hustle yeah and like it's not just like you reach your goal like all right cool i'm chilling it doesn't work that way (laughs) you gotta keep grinding
0: so let me ask you now for someone who's interested in getting into you know producing creating, direct director or special vfx how do they obtain the work like is it just uh, Word of Mop thing or well, there are websites like LA mm-hmm. Casting where you mm-hmm. can submit your work and then mm-hmm. they send you you know yeah
1: uh, it's it's a variation of things it depends what you want to do and how you want to approach it but in general just because this is a it's a specific but vague answer because everyone to each their own mm. there's not a one answer that's what I learned in the industry it's like what worked for them worked for them mm. and that formula is not going to work for you because you're your own individual yeah. you speak differently your culture's different your approach your mission is different so mm-hmm. or slightly different but you could try to take the goals i mean the the some parts of it and to i guess reiterate that the parts that i got out of it is just create with friends some people just want to like go out there shoot a video just uh just shoot just just do anything just create content and um have to build a conflict hey like let's go out to the park and i want to do this moody thing that slow motion and no words just like i want to do this slow motion went through the hair type of thing and i want to color it a certain way and i I just want to get it done cool just for what for nothing just want to do it cool you just pile that on and all you're doing is really practicing your craft and then eventually you're going to refine and define what you really want to do i'm like oh you know what i want to do short films i want to do short format or you know what? My passion, actually, by doing this, I've discovered that I'm a better writer than I thought a, a film producer mm. or just a film director. So I'm going to do more writing. I'm going to explore that. So what I would suggest is just explore, 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 do, do, do. And then from that, you're going to see which one sticks better to you and which one is your strength. You're going you're gonna to realize that your strength is whatever is easier for you. There's less resistance, le- uh, less energy that you, you're doing to get a better output. Mm. So like you just focus on that and you figure it out. And then to get the jobs, you have to go out there and, and meet and greet, go to networking events, go to like the, like how I mentioned the Dame Dash Studio, like mm. just like stuff like that. And a lot of people like their uh, creators are a lot of them their homebodies, they're mm. they're they're hermits mm. by nature for some reason. Yeah, and they're it, always in home, yeah, in the cave. Yeah, man. and it's like they just need to get themselves out there and talk to another human being, make mm. a connection, yeah. and they're gonna wanna help you out because they're like, yo, like. I fuck with you because you're amazing mm-hmm. and like let's create together or let's do this together and just by being out there you expose yourself and you create a number it's a numbers game mm-hmm. and odds are that you're going to be working with people and that person to connect you to like a big director or producer or it's going to connect you to the big event that's going to lead you to that everything leads you to something else and it's like and yeah you might have a, a mission but just with that mission just expose yourself go out there Talk to people. Say, hey, you know what? Do things for free even. A lot of people are very private. Like, oh, I'm not going to do shit for free or whatever. Offer free things that are less, that's not going to take so much out of you. Mm. But just be like, hey, you're like, I fuck with that. Let me do this for free. I'm just going to do XXX take it and do whatever you want, but I just want to be part of it. That'd be dope. Yeah. And like, cool. And then like that, and then from there you build and you build and you and you act like that and accordingly mm. people will respect you. Like, yo, like that fucker didn't charge me. He wasn't like being a dick and he made amazing things for me. Mm. For the next project, and the to think of you. They're going to be, you're going to be really, um, you're going to be uh, in their mind for the next one. So, you know, if, but if you're not there and you don't talk to people, it's out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. It doesn't matter how talented you are. I've seen the most talented people in the world not get anything because they don't put themselves out there they don't talk they don't say what they do Mm -hmm. they just keep everything to themselves and they're geniuses Mm -hmm. but they just don't know how to interact with people or they just don't even try yeah and then it's just that when you make that human connection and and that that will solve all your like sales issues and Mm -hmm. like you know not all of a majority like hey brother like can you help me out with this do you have a budget no but do you have somebody that could help me out like yeah you know i know somebody you know
0: yeah that's what's up it sounds like there's a variety of outlets mm-hmm. to utilize and a lot of methods yeah you know and it's um it sounds like you kind of got to do all of them you'd have you to know? do all of and, and see and, which uh, one works for you right right yeah. right you know and that, and that and I'm like I like that you know I like going to networking yeah. events I like going online and you know seeing what's out there and submitting what's and stuff good submitting.
1: too is just to be specific mm-hmm. too. like if there's a, a go to Eventbrite okay you go to Eventbrite and you go to like there's a there's different categories if you pull down the menu or you just type in like um, networking events for film industry mm. and you'll see all these events that are coming up Are really local they're majority free or they're just 10 bucks minimum mm. and you know that if they're if you do pay i know a lot of people don't want to pay but if it's 10 to 20 bucks pay it because it's, it's quality because yeah. what people that are paying they're there for a reason that they're for a purpose so like they're that you'll get uh, more, more quality leads. Now, yeah. yeah so you get quality leads and people mm. that actually know their stuff or they're they're really hustling yeah. versus the free ones the people are just kind of like I'll just try it out, get yeah, the free drinks, yeah. yeah, see what's exactly. up, and you'll meet some cool people. But like, chances are, maybe not because they're just trying to go out there and freeload off of the free stuff. Yeah. But you, you also will if you, if you're a good person on on knowing how people are. Mm. You could you could read out like you know that person's cool or they may not be able to offer me anything. But it was a great conversation that I had with them. Just take that out of it, you know. Yeah, yeah nah, that's what's mm-hmm. up, man. Yeah.
0: Well, shit. Well, let the people know where they can find you for your services and check out some of your work to where they more opportunities for sure come for your way.
1: So go to my Instagram. It's be creative and you spell it b dot C-R, and the number three and an a t i v. So um, that's where I'm posting most of my content and also I have a Facebook. But from the from there you could go to my Facebook. I'm gonna have my website up soon to explain further what I do because I do have a very. Uh, Exponential. do
0: you have
1: the name of that website already? uh it's gonna be becreative.com uh, be creative.com probably but i haven't it's unofficial yet because okay. i have a bunch of them but like i'll see which one i want to do mm. so um but yeah but right now it's just uh go to my instagram just be creative and then you'll see all my updates and you'll see i'll be posting more like and i do give like advice for creatives like where to find networking events how to network with people mm. um as far as the creative process like how to like break down a photoshop document how to like do some VFX tips and tricks, so all that stuff is gonna be in there, and they are in there currently, and, um, and I just share stories too, so that way people could be inspired and and help them through that through my stories to help them out, and and luckily it's been really cool, like um, lately um, it's been amazing because through that I get reached out on the daily. And i give out tutorials i give out help you do that
0: on youtube like there's a no right? not youtube yet i'm yeah. going to though that's what i was going to say because when you said tutorial you're talking about teaching people how to do VFX. effect oh, or like i find because mm-hmm. i do editing as well yeah. <clears throat> on adobe premiere pro and a lot of stuff i don't know mm-hmm. i go straight to youtube it's University, amazing yeah. type it up and yeah. there's somebody there doing it so you can do that and not, yeah. only, not only can you teach people you can monetize from for, you sure, for sure for sure so you definitely want to take that into consideration but... also
1: like lynda.com is really good too if you want to learn like all mm-hmm. type of industry stuff even marketing a business linda.com Linda? like, it's l-y-n-d yeah Linda. l-y-n-d-a yeah dot com it's spelled differently because of the person's name yeah yeah so i'm gonna check that out that sounds interesting I really good to learn
0: more Linda.com, man yo thank you for tuning in to another episode sleep is for billionaires the podcast i am your host johnny vegas Robert Beck, a.k.a. Be Creative. Thank you for coming through, Thank you so much. I
1: appreciate your time. I appreciate you, man. Thank you, guys. Wish Mm -hmm. you
0: much success, my brother. You got a lot of things going for yourself. Just keep going, keep hungry, and uh, keep winning. You too, man. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, I love it. Stay tuned for more episodes to come. Thank you for watching.